God says that uh, the soul that sins, it shall surely die. Uh, the wages of sin is death. God sent his son to pay that debt. And when the son died, justice was satisfied. The truth is offensive. The truth is offensive. The gospel is offensive. Also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. That's Matthew chapter sixteen, verse eighteen. Hey man, <laughs> what verse? What version of the Bible are you reading out of? I'm reading out a new Legacy Standard Bible. From, hey man, come out of grace to you, John MacArthur's church. So Jesus said there that that he would build his church. He would build his church. How about that? How about Not that? us. He how, will build it. How about it. that? What's going on, guys? Welcome to uh, That Good Medicine Podcast, episode 13. And we're really stirring, stir, stirring, I can't talk, we're really stirring it up tonight. Um, we're going to talk about Mormons. Uh, and the topic of tonight's episode is, are Mormons really Christians or are Mormons Christian? Um, it will be the topic of tonight's episode. So, before we get into that, let's give a shout out to Narrowgate Boutique, narrowgateboutique.etsy.com. Go on there, use the promo code um, Good Medicine, get 20%, 20 I about said 25%, I'm about to give you an extra boost, 20% discount on that and spend all your monies. So, Seth, before we get started, before we get into this, um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I'm curious to see what your answer would be. Let's say you were banned from the local library what would be the reason for being? preaching the gospel hey my gosh hey hey man hey man <laughs> that's what i would hope it would be that's what yeah um it wouldn't be for talking too loud in the library or anything like that they'd be saying hey do you understand the gospel yeah do you know jesus christ that's what i'd hope it'd be for it wouldn't be <laughs> setting the book of mormon on fire would it? <laughs> well it could be but uh, if I was banned from the local library, it would be for putting the Joel Olstein books in the uh, fiction section. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I can't, I can't confirm or deny that I've actually done that before. I'm not going to say where I did it or if I did it, but uh, that's what I'd be banned for. Okay, let's get into this thing, man, because I know we we got a lot of stuff we we want to talk about. But before we do, let's let's make this statement. Our 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 purpose. Uh, for our podcast is to encourage fellow believers and to challenge um, uh, or to encourage fellow believers but to challenge unbelievers um, to point them to Jesus Christ alone for salvation so um, Mormons are Mormons Christians what do Mormons even believe Seth? Well Mormonism started in the late 1820s I would say um, around that time 1820s 1830s um, in the spring of 1820 this is talking about Joseph Smith he's mm -hmm. the founder of the church and Joe, it all goes back to where this started you know and it started like I said in the early 1820s mm -hmm. with the first vision God the Father and Jesus Christ supposedly appeared to Joseph Smith as he prayed 
in a grove of trees near his home in western New York. So he had a divine revelation. He had a divine revelation that's contradictory. That con- contra- <laughs> contradictory. I got you, man. We're, 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 we'll keep rolling. Uh, to the word of God. Yeah. In the early 1800s in the United States, there was great excitement about religion. Joseph's family members had joined different churches, but Joseph was unsure of which one he should join. When Joseph was 14 years old, he was inspired by James 1, 5, which promises if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And Joseph determined to pray to know which church he should join and to ask for for forgiveness of his sins. And supposedly when Joseph knelt to offer up the desires of his heart, this is what's creepy, and this is what... uh, this is off the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints website, by the way. Mm-hmm. When Joseph knelt to offer up his desires of his heart, a dark power overcame him. Mm. That's that's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. It bound his tongue and thick darkness gathered around him. And it says, Joseph exerted all his power to call upon God. He described what happened next. I saw a pillar, a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun which descended gradually until it fell upon me when the light rested upon me i saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all description standing above me in the air one of them spake unto me called me by name and said pointing to the other this is my beloved son hear him and at that moment the light appeared joseph felt delivered from the enemy that had held him bound joseph felt great joy and love for several days later during the vision joseph asked which church was correct and jesus christ answered telling joseph not to join any of them the lord explained that the churches of the day believed in incorrect doctrine that none of them was acknowledged of god and his church and kingdom and that comes from the teachings of the presence of the church and uh, that was the first vision um when it comes to this or mormons are christian the quick answer is no, no. they're not quick right. they're not christians at all mm-hmm. it comes about the who god is and what is the gospel mm-hmm. which god do you worship which god do you worship which god do you believe in which gospel do you choose to believe because there's mm-hmm. only one true gospel right. but there's many false ones out mm-hmm. there yeah so this is the first vision this happened somewhere in the 1820s and and this is what started this. It was supposedly a divine revelation. Yeah, and um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Seth. I know you've, you've studied this out a lot more than I have, but um, Joseph Smith was saying basically that God had told him um, that you need to, to get out on your own and start this other deal because the church had went apostate. Yeah, yeah. pretty much he said all their creeds and... Uh, all their doctrines are abomination yeah. not to join any of the churches which is a lie because mm-hmm. I believe everything them Christians taught then yeah. and it was founded upon the word, written word of God mm-hmm. and uh, Joseph pretty much went ahead and started a cult that's what he done he didn't like the ways of God and he just wanted to create his own version of God mm-hmm. and sadly that's what happened so we, we see too that um, somewhere along the line you know the holy scripture was was done away with and the book of mormon came along yeah yeah the book of mormon came along and there's different discussions about that but what they want to claim the church claims that he found these golden plates and that it was written in reformed egyptian but he claimed that he was the only one that saw them in a sense and 
it's just it's just so you just read the story of it and he's just such a uh charlatan who just mm-hmm. deceived so many people and i'm not sure that i can't marry the story about the witnesses but anyways he claimed that it was written in reformed egyptian and yeah. that's not even a language <laughs> it's a made-up language <laughs> and everything yeah and suddenly all the plates disappeared or something like that happened and mm-hmm. the book of mormon come about but i heard uh, i believe it, i was reading greg bonson's book against all opposition and it said uh that the somebody wrote a novel the book of mormon was a novel just a storybook somebody wrote and joseph supposedly took it and did all this stuff and said that hey this is scripture this is the revelation god gave me yeah so that's what i have heard that somebody made a storybook and he took it and and used it as a the basis of a new religion sadly Yeah, that's and to some people they would say, well, why are you all splitting hairs over this? Why are you? Is it not just um, you know difference in interpretation of, of a couple things? No, I mean when you really get down to it, um, the the Mormon uh, religion, if you want to call it that, sends is, people to hell every day. It sends people to hell every day, and it is a cult. Um, they're not. It's a damning religion. Yeah, it's a damnable heresy. It's um, a works based religion. And we could touch on that later, yeah. but Mormons believe, I think it's three or four different things for Scripture. They believe the King James Bible, as far as it's translated correctly. That's the interest. Yeah. You know, um, the in a way, I mean, I know they have the Book of Mormon, but they would never use another version besides the King James. Because it, it was the only version that Joseph used, I think, yeah. is why. Yeah. But they believe the King James Version of the Bible, as far as it's translated yeah. correctly, Doctrine and Covenants in the Book of Mormon. And they also believe that their fellow prophets, like Joseph, Brigham mm-hmm. Young, um, all the ones from, you know, the presidents of the church till now, all everything they say is God-breathed. Theonostos, they believe it's God-breathed that... It's scripture, pretty mm-hmm. much. So Genesis through Revelation, the sixty-six books we have, was not good enough. Yeah, they don't believe it. They pretty much believe Revelation is still coming today, and that God uh, uses a mediator mm-hmm. like uh, the president of the church today. Um, yeah, is still speaking for God. Yeah, and something. Um, it may not be a familiar term, uh, and I'm just recently kind of learning. You know, I've heard it before explained, but I never have heard, you know, the the term or whatever. But Mormons are polytheists and not monotheists. Yes. Meaning that they believe the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are three separate beings. Yeah. Which is contrary to the teaching of the Scripture is that God is one. Yeah. Um, What they want to argue is that there's three different gods, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Um, For we believe one God that exist in three co-equal co-eternal persons they believe in three beings mm-hmm. and um like i was talking about russell nelson is their president and they act like he is moses the mm-hmm. mediator uh, between them and god when the, we know christ is the only mediator yeah. between god yeah. and man why would i want to go to that guy when i can go to jesus yeah you know and uh well it's interesting you said that about joseph smith with the golden uh, whatever it was you said the plates gold, the golden plates that he found, and how like he's basically just like a cheap ripoff of Moses 
<laughs> by trying to do that. Yeah. That route. And he hid them from everybody. I believe when he was supposedly translated, he had a sheet tied up for nobody could see it. Mm-hmm. And you just read the story about that and dig in deeper. And sadly, you could tell it's just so false. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's amazing um, to see uh, from a, a Christian worldview, the Christian perspective of what Christianity truly is, and we know that there's millions of people. I mean, I don't know, maybe millions, maybe hundreds of thousands. I don't know how many people are Mormons. Um, probably should have got some numbers on that before this, but um, it's it's scary to see just how many people are deceived and how easily. Um, just relying on something other than the Holy Scriptures and God and the Holy Spirit uh, and the work of Jesus Christ, it's its scary to see how quickly you can be deceived. Yeah, uh, I ran the numbers real quick while he was talking. There's 16.5 million LDS church members in the world. Wow, wow. And they're active too, man. I mean, they are everywhere. They are out everywhere working. And yeah. even during this COVID uh pandemic they was online actively you know reaching out to people yeah i had like four or five mormons try well you know about yeah try to to evangelize me Mm -hmm. and i figured i'd be on their blacklist of course because i got a picture of jeff durbin on my facebook with me and everybody knows how he's so actively involved Mm -hmm. in uh mormonism if you know anything about his uh, ministry yeah but when it comes to mormonism the make the make the judgment call whether they're Christians or not it comes about it comes back to who God is and who's who uh what gospel do you believe mm-hmm. and we could see for Mormonism teaches that there is a there it's not the God of the Bible no it's not the gospel of the Bible we and we were talking a little bit um and you can you know run with it but um the uh like the little God's doctrine and how that you know Mormonism their soteriology um, is that like we all become as gods um, and so they kind of make it unclear between the creature and the creation um, their theology that they teach it just you know it totally warps what we're taught in the holy scriptures it's it's the total you know opposite of that um, and what's amazing to me is you know it, you ask many American Christians is um, the question of are Mormons Christians and they wouldn't really know how to answer it they wouldn't know for sure if they were actually Christians or not well well you know just a just a little bit of study you know uh, as I said this study this out a lot more than I have um, but just a little bit of study into the Mormon Church and the history of Mormon Church it's pretty clear to see if you're familiar with cults at all that that's all that it is it's a cult I would say the average Christian today, if Mormons, the missionaries that come mm-hmm. to you, usually in white shirts, black name tags that knock on your door, they're very friendly, of course. Yeah. Most Christians wouldn't know how to even talk to them. Well, and here's sadly, the, here's the thing too is is they'll use uh, you know you were talking about the King James Bible, they'll use that and they'll quote scripture to you, um, and then you know from like from the jump talking to them you're like okay yeah they speak like christianese yeah yeah they they speak and and they're saying these things and it's like okay that sounds you know 
That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying they're quoting scripture and saying these things. Well, there's a a, a difference. Um, you know, I've I've heard the. I can't remember uh, exactly who said it, but talking about discernment, the quote on discernment of uh, discernment is not knowing the difference between which is like definitely right and which is crazy right. The discernment is knowing what's right and what's almost right. Um, and so, you know, you said Christianese. That's a good way to put it. They, it's dressed up in the form of um, Christianity, but it's definitely not. It's a damnable doctrine. I mean, just listen to this quote from the King Follett Discourse, and this is supposed to be scripture to the Mormons. We have imagined supposed that God was God from all eternity. I will refute that idea and take away the veil so that you may see. And that right there is just mm-hmm. everything against what the Bible teaches and yeah. Joseph's taught that you will become a god one day. Mm-hmm. I will take away that uh, idea and take away the veil so that you may see that you gods can become gods of yourself or something like that, he said. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just teaches that you can become a god one day. Yeah, it, it's, it boils down to this. It's, it points you away from looking at Jesus. It's, it's pointing you to all this craziness that you're saying there. Um, it just teaches... It's. I mean, that kindly sounds like Satan in the garden. Mm-hmm. Eat this, and you will become like God. Yeah. I mean, really, it, it's the same. You can see the devil in mm-hmm. Mormonism. You can see that. I mean, it pull Mormons pull from a Christian moral view and mm-hmm. take parts of Christianity and use it for their doctrine and everything, and it's completely unorthodox. Yeah. So it's definitely important for, um, especially in America. Uh, you you said six how many sixteen million sixteen point five million. Um, it is bound to happen at one point in our life. We're going to come in contact with somebody who is of the Mormon belief system. I um, mean, this is from that uh, sermon here, and this is from their website. God Himself was once as we are now, and is an exalted man, and sits enthroned in the heavens. That is mm-hmm. the great secret. If the veil were rent today and the great God who holds this world in its orbit and who upholds all worlds and all things by his power was to make himself visible, I say if you were to see him today, you would see him like a man in form, like yourself in all person, image, and very form as a man. For Adam was created in the very fashion, image, and likeness of God and received instruction from and walked, talked, and conversed with him as one man talks and communes with another. Now, you read that stuff, it sounds, you know, some of it sounds right, but it's so crooked and twisted and deceiving. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, another scary thing is is this, um, you know, we've, uh, it's kind of an open-ended deal because they, they believe in this living voice, this prophecy that's continuing to go on. It's not a closed canon. Um, so you have it, no assurance of no anything. Assurance. I mean, it's, the scriptures are changing daily, it's constantly changing. But what does the Bible clearly teach us? What does God say? I am the Lord; I change not. not. Um, to whereas the the God who is a little G God of the Mormon belief um, is changing and evolving throughout all history uh, and still changing. So there's no there's no assurance. There's no it's a a slippery slope that you're going to slide down and never, ever, ever, ever have peace with the true and the living God. That's true, and they also, in their teachings, get sticking to their view of God, 
is I mean as we have revealed already from the Bible and everything it's false of course their mm-hmm. view of God is false but they believe God himself the Father mm-hmm. has a body which is not true we know Jesus said God is spirit, spirit yeah and they believe God himself has a body as an exalted man that was once like us as we just read and they believe Jesus Brigham taught Jesus is a created being you mm-hmm. say what do you mean by that well Jesus, oh, this is, yeah, let's this, get, is let's this. this is so bad, and it's blasphemy to say this, but it's all right because we're trying to bring the truth out. Yeah. They believe that God the Father literally had sex with Mary mm-hmm. to produce Jesus. Yeah, that's the Mormon belief system. Brigham taught that. Yeah, and they will, and they will argue and say, "Well, that's not really what we teach or anything." But if you go by what you say is Scripture, that was Brigham's sermons. Mm-hmm that taught that and Brigham was the prophet after Joseph and they will teach that and they will teach Adam was also God too Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just such a crooked thing it's totally Mm -hmm. opposite from Christianity but their view of God is wrong Mm -hmm. we see that and their view of the gospel is wrong so let's let's take a, a small second here to say this all cults start right there um wrong view of who God is yes that's where it all stems from and they start, start. and they always say we got a revelation we got a divine revelation um, I, we've read it before on here I'm going to read it again just because this because um, Seth was actually um, you know he was talking about during the pandemic or whatever he had a uh, he was doing a video call um, with a couple of Mormons that were trying to evangelize him and uh, he, he was at the house doing it and I was just kind of sitting by listening in and and uh, they were talking about these revelations, divine revelations of Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and all these things. Um, and then, you know, God brought these scriptures, you know, to my mind um, as we were listening to them in Hebrews 1. Uh, and I know I've read this a lot on, on the podcast, but it's worth saying again. God having spoke long ago, long ago <laughs> to the fathers and the prophets in many portions uh, in in many ways, in these last days, spoke to us in His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the worlds. So I've said it before; I'll say it again. God spoke to us in His Son, Jesus Christ, and through His Son. That's how we have Jesus yeah. is the Word of God. There's no divine revelation. And Jesus, yes, and Jesus is the final revelation that God has given yeah, to us. Absolutely, and. Jesus um, doesn't contradict his word. God don't contradict his word. And that's how you can tell Mormonism is simply false because it contradicts the Bible. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I want to jump over to this because this is just, you know, it, it's it's like a light flashing in front of me to say, show just how false Mormonism is. I'm going to read this. And this is out of... The Book of Mormon, um, second is it Nephi? Am I yeah, second right? Nephi. Second Nephi, twenty-five and twenty-three says this, um, and this is from the Book of Mormon. This is not from our our Bible. It says, "For we labor diligently to write to persuade our children and also our brethren to believe in Christ and to be reconciled to God. For we know that it is by grace that we are saved." After all we can do. Total opposite message of 
the biblical message in Ephesians 2 of salvation being a gift. It's by grace through faith. Um, it's by grace you've been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It's not a result of works. So it's not the after all that you can do. It's what Jesus has done. So, I mean, it's a just a glaring difference between the message of the gospel and Christianity and this message from the Mormon damnation, you know, uh, awful teaching. Yeah, it is. And, you know, that's the one verse I went through after we talked about who God is and everything. Mm-hmm. Then they went to that. And that's what I told them. I said, elaborate on this. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. Exegete that for me. Mm-hmm. And, and exegete Second Nephi, what you just read, and show me how they don't contradict they couldn't explain it. No. They, they tried. They mumbled and talked about stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is no way those two could go together and be parallel without contradicting one another. And we got in that. But see, it says saved after all you could do. Yeah, that's that's not a, a, a message of grace. That's the message of work, just like any other works. religion, which the only true religion there is is Christianity. Mm-hmm. And anything outside of biblical Orthodox Christianity teaches a works-based salvation. It all, it all boils down to every cult, um, every you know, damnable heresy. All these things um, boil back down to that. It's what you can do, not yeah. what Jesus has done. When the Bible clearly teaches that it's not as a result of of works, because if it was, we could boast in it. We could say, "Look what I've done." Uh, and so I think that's why in the Mormon church there's such a push for you know this this um, evangelism like that they're doing um, where you know in Christianity you know evangelism is a great thing if you have the right message you know <laughs> if, if they're you going out and trying to evangelize people with this message um, they're creating all these you know rock star Mormon um, evangelists that's you know we're saved by grace um, after all we can do. And so you got these guys that are out here trying their best to fulfill and trying to merit their way to, um, you know, to gain God's favor and to gain salvation, where it's the total opposite message of Christianity. Well, they condemn themselves by their own scripture. Yeah. And when they say that, and they say, after all we could do, there's never anything they've ever, <laughs> they've never been able to do everything they could do. Yeah. They've, uh, they say after everything you could do then God's grace then is sufficient for you Mm. and it's total opposite of what the apostle Paul taught in Ephesians but what makes Mormonism so bad is if they don't get into detail of their doctrines Mm -hmm. they will mention God Jesus the Holy Ghost baptism and all these good morals that mm-hmm. sounds like Christianity. So anybody that hears this message could be deceived very easily and quickly and fall into the depths of a cult is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to read this. This is from the Latter-day Saints Bible Dictionary. It's commentary on on uh, 2 Nephi 25 and 23. It says, and this is, this is the LDS, Latter-day Saints Dictionary. It says, This grace is an enabling power that allows men and women to lay hold on eternal life and exaltation after they have expended their best their own best efforts divine grace is needed by every soul in consequence of the fall of adam and also because of man's weakness and shortcomings however grace cannot 
suffice without total effort on the part of the recipient. Hence the explanation, it is by grace that we are saved after all we can do. So, man, what a damning message of of burden and guilt that it's up to you. Yeah, it is. It's all up to you. And the sad thing about this is there's so many people raised up in it mm-hmm. as children like Utah. That's the motherhood of Mormons. I mm-hmm. mean, that's where they're all at. Yeah. There's so many people that come from Utah uh, Arizona, I believe it's Idaho. It's heavy uh, Mormon populated, and they're raised up in this church, and this is all they're taught, and it spreads and spreads and spreads. Yeah, and that's what's so sad about it. Most Mormon missionaries you meet, um, it's very few that was converted that wasn't raised with inside the church, mm-hmm. and that's what you deal with. It's the families raised them in this and it's very few that come out of it it seems like but thanks to apologia church shout out to them guys for doing wonderful work yeah it's pretty amazing if you go on youtube and watch some of their uh, interactions where they're talking with the mormon the people there in the mormon church um and man i mean i've heard people just be like mean and hateful and and mean-spirited towards towards mormons we're not trying to do that. No, we're trying to no. come to you with a, a loving message of you're wearing yourself out, man, and you're listening to a lie. Here's the gospel: Jesus came to save sinners. Look to Him and trust in Him. His finished work is enough. You're trying to own, trying to uh, merit your way there. You're trying to be made worthy by what you've done when you're made worthy by Jesus Christ. Nothing else, you know. So uh, we're not trying to get on here and you know uh just run them down and be mean to them and all these things because i've heard that before um but we're trying to present them with you know any that may listen to this or american christians that may think that mormons are christians we're going to we're showing you the difference but we also pray that you know the uh, if there's a mormon that may listen to this that um the gospel of jesus christ the true gospel is the only way you can have peace with with God. It's the only way you can be free, and it breaks all the the bondage that the Mormon message uh, lays on you. It breaks down all those. What? Well, yeah, it is. And there's two things I want to mention that contradict what uh, the Bible, what Joseph said. Joseph said the Bible was missing many precious pieces and all this and jesus said heaven and earth may pass away but my words mm-hmm. will never pass away well who do you believe joseph or jesus there yeah amen yeah that's i mean <laughs> ultimate question who do you, are you going to believe what jesus said or what joseph said and, and go ahead what you gonna say and i was going to say the scripture we opened up the gates of hades mm-hmm. will not uh upon this rock i will build my church and the mm-hmm. gates of hades will not prevail against it yeah well i mean do you believe Jesus or do you believe Joseph when he said that the church falling away and all this? That mm-hmm. would be saying the gates of hell did prevail against yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell's not. Not Joseph. Up. Jesus will build Joseph, his church. Uh, would not. He, he's not going to be the one that succeeds in this. Jesus is, um, he said he was going to build his church. Yeah. Christ said, I will build my church. Yeah. Um, and he will be successful in yeah. that. Um so it's uh gosh man there's 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 so much it's such a sad thing to see Mm -hmm. it is uh to think that you're right because your family raised you up in it 
Yeah. That's what breaks my heart so bad because you trust your family. You're close to your family. But we got to go by what the Word of God says. Yeah. And Jude, verse 3, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write you about your about our common salvation, I felt the necessity, uh, necessity to write to you exhorting that you contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once for all, handed down to a saint. Yeah. It's not going to change. It's been the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changing about it. Yeah. There's nobody that could come along and say, I have authority and yeah. can change what God has already said. And for the people that say, well, you know, why are y'all being so harsh about this? Well, the Bible commands us to earnestly contend for the faith. This is a doctrine that's uh, damnable doctrine, but it's against the Christian faith. It's a, it's a message that is... Uh, an, an enemy to the true message of the gospel. Yeah. That's why we have to um, point it out to say it's false. And that's why we need to know as um, Christians in America with 16 million Mormons living in the United States that you're going to come in contact with a Mormon eventually. Yeah. Um, and you need to know why Christianity, the true Christianity that we read in our Bible is right and why um, Mormonism is false. Yeah. And the thing is, they claim Joseph to be a prophet. Mm-hmm. They do. What well, does God say? Test the prophets. See if yeah. they're true. Joseph had so many false prophecies. Yeah. And they will try to defend them and everything. But the one I could think of right off the top of my head that I used to evangelize the Mormons was the one of somebody that was in his church. I can't remember his name. But he was supposed to go on a mission. Joseph said, you will do this mission on this so-and-so time. Well, that guy died before he even made it to his mission. Yeah. Well, that right there is a false prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, if he was in the Old Testament, he'd be stoned to death. Well, yeah. People want to know, well, how can you tell God's prophets was true? Well, they lived. <laughs> yeah. They didn't yeah. stone them to death. They were alive, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, golly. There's so many ways we could go about this. But what it comes down to, it's the God of the Bible and the gospel of the Bible is what you got to believe to be saved. Mm-hmm. Not some new revelation. You know, Muhammad come with Islam. You know, uh, Charles T. Russell come with the Jehovah's Witness doctrine. Mm-hmm. And they're all false because they contradict the word of the living and true God. Yeah. And um, as we said, I mean, all, all cults are st- basically stemming out of uh, looking to ourselves and what we can do to get to heaven. And Mormonism is no different. Uh, we see that in Mormonism that it's it, you trust in yourself. Uh, anytime you trust in yourself, you'll never be justified. You trust in Christ, and you will be justified. Yeah, and when you go through who God is and the gospel and show them their contradictions, they're taught in seminary. I'm pretty sure this is right to bear their testimony. When you cannot do anything, you bear your testimony. So they will come at you of this. Well, I prayed about it, and God told me it was true. Mm-hmm. In the Book of Mormon, they teach if you read the Book of Mormon you pray about and ask God if it's true and you get a burning in your bosom Mm -hmm. and when you get that feeling supposedly you know it's true Mm -hmm. well here's the thing about this you cannot go by any feelings you cannot go by anything that you experience yourself that don't go along with the word of God now how do I know my experience of salvation was true because it lines up with the word of God Theirs does not line up with the Word of God. Theirs supposedly lines up with a false revelation that comes from some polygamist from the mm-hmm. eight, from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and going back to what you were saying, you know, um, when they're challenged with the Scripture that clearly contradicts their teaching, 
uh, then they go back to their experience and i know uh, for anybody that's went back and listened to our podcast before we've talked about that like you were saying you can't trust in your an experience you've had um you can't trust in well god you know um and he, he's told me uh god's told me these things he's given me this revelation or um i feel it in my heart and these type of things because jeremiah tells us uh, in god's word in jeremiah 17 and 9 that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it so why would you try to interpret the feeling that you have in your heart um by yourself by pretty yourself. much yeah and another thing is they will say have you read the book of mormon and prayed about it well that the answer they got from me shocked them yes i what would you say to somebody that has read it and prayed about it mm-hmm and you don't get a burning in your bosom. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, some people get that, some people don't. And I would say, listen, I read it. I prayed about it. God showed me it was false. Well, how did God show you it was false? They would say, he brought me back to the scriptures and shows me where it contradicts is what I would say. Yeah. Um, and with just like anything else that we've challenged, um, if you can't give me an actual chapter, book, and verse on why you believe what you believe, um, go back to the drawing board and look for the truth yeah that's true Um, and if there's any mormons out here listening i just pray and care for your soul dearly that you repent of this mess that you're in and find the true and living god that's eternally existed and put your faith in the true and living christ who is god incarnated in the flesh who was not created who is not the literal offspring of heavenly father but who was God from all of eternity and put your faith and trust in his perfect work on the cross they atone for sin and trust in him alone and you will have salvation amen Joseph Smith was a false prophet Brigham Young was a false prophet Jesus Christ is the son of God amen and the only way that you'll make it to heaven is like you said you gotta um, I say you have to God opens and God makes the change it's by grace through faith yeah um, and once you um, hear the message of the gospel set like Seth just gave you, um, you're you're faced with that um, that dilemma of oh no everything I've heard is wrong if I'm a Mormon yeah according to what this man said um, but I can assure you uh, on the authority of God's word only yes not mine not Marx's yeah but on God's word that's it and so uh, Christ's death was sufficient you know you're not going to make it. Um, and I'm just thinking this, you know, just simple-minded uh, as I can. The gospel message is so much, uh, so much more. It's so much better of a message than trying to trust in what I can do. Yeah, and that's that's burdensome. That's tiresome. It's going to wear you out. Um, eventually, you're going to burn out on that. But the message of Jesus Christ is it's signed sealed delivered you know Amen. it's it's done it's complete so um you got anything else you want to say on that seth i know um that's it's probably you know there's probably a lot we could have said that we didn't say but um we did you know we used their book of mormon in some of this episode and contradicted it with the actual holy word of god yeah um, i would just say go to isaiah if you're a latter-day saint listening and look at the scriptures when God says, Before me there was no God formed, neither shall they be after me. There's a lot of scriptures in Isaiah that talks about how God don't even know another God. And um, I would look at Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 and study them out mm-hmm. and realize that you can't be 
um, justified by any works within yourself. And just look to the true and live in Christ is all I have to say. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, um, if y'all listen to this and have any questions or, um, you know, if you're a Mormon listening to this and you want to talk to us more about this, we would be glad, more than glad, um, to sit down and discuss the scriptures with you. So, uh, if you got any questions or anything, just give us a shout. We hope this this uh, this lesson's been a, a help uh, to us as American Christians that live in the Bible Belt um, to distinguish um, if Mormons are really Christians or if they're not Christians. They are not Christians, no. uh, and so don't be deceived when they come to your doorstep because it'll happen eventually. Uh, we live in, as you said, a country of sixteen that has sixteen million of uh people that belong to that church they eventually get to you one way or another yeah so be prepared um and we pray that uh god will grow you in in grace and knowledge um and that you will be prepared when that time does come so uh if you got nothing else seth we'll close her out there no that's it god bless you guys and y'all have a blessed day thanks